Well, episode 73, a lot to talk about. Big holiday weekend. Baseball, although the Marlins did not play yesterday, I still made it possible to see some baseball. I know. I want to hear about it. You got this cool Road to Tokyo shirt yep, on. The America's uh, baseball qualifier. It's so cool. Going so, on today also and the rest of this week. It's so cool. And you went up to, it was, what Port stadium was that? Port St. At the Lucy Mets stadium? At the hated Mets place. Which I got to say, I love that stadium. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty nice. I it's way nicer than ours in Jupiter. You really think so? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I like seeing baseball better there. I'm not sure I, it's it's better. But I, the reason I bring it up is like that, or you could wear, I got to tell you something, watching that soggy baseball in Boston. Yeah, yeah, brutal. Just rained, nasty. I mean, it was just a brutal weekend for the Yeah, Marlins. yeah, yeah. So two losses. The second one tougher to swallow than the first because uh, they kind of ran away with it on that one. But then having that third game uh, postponed, Maybe that helps. Yeah, I think so. To too. a certain degree. Day off. I mean, day off, and then you got another day off on Monday, but injury prone Marlins. And then instead of having Sandy burn up a start there yep. in a third game, now you got him fresh, a couple more days rest, and he goes tonight against Ray uh, up in um, Buffalo because they've moved now yep. from Dunedin against to the Buffalo. Blue Jays. Um, the bu- the, it's listen, gonna be tough. I mean, it doesn't get Blue easier. The Jays are brutal. They got the tri- they got the triple threat of the. Um, the ex ball player, ex all stars, and then two Hall of Famers in Craig Biggio's <laughs> son, Dante Bichette's son, and then uh, Vlad Guerrero's son. Um, they're a fun team. Have you to seen watch. the videos they show like Guerrero's swing compared to his dad's it's swing? It's almost identical. It's so cool. They to watched see. him do it. It's whole life. so, but it's so cool when they put it yeah. side by side how similar they are. For sure. So, uh, yeah, tough, tough uh, couple days in Boston. Just um, but nasty. They're, they're, but they're a 10, 10 game over 500 yeah. team. No, no, but I mean, like, but it, just everything sorry. about it was tough. It was funny how grim, like just like it, just the, they would show the shot of, you know, of just, it was just grim, rainy, cold, miserable, playing that, you know, playing a tough Red Sox team. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't give an inch. I mean, it was just like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. And it seemed like they had hitters for days. Like they're just that deep. Uh, even into the bottom of that lineup. So, look, I'm looking forward to the series against Toronto. Now, they will make up that Sunday game at the end of this uh, yep. road trip, so they're going to have to go back and uh, face them. Hopefully the weather is going to be better um, up there for that. But So here's what's crazy, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about it tomorrow because tomorrow is when this guy is going to pitch. There is a phenom guy, pitcher. I think he's 6'6", 260, 250. Um, kid from Homestead played at South Dade is uh, on the 27th of May was his debut in the majors. And he is a straight up monster. So Alec Manoa uh, from Homestead went to South Dade pitches tomorrow against Pablo Lopez. And that's going to be one hell of a game. I can't wait for it. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's cool because it's a local kid. He, um, Played to South Dade, then he went to West Virginia and went, got got in, uh, got drafted by those guys on the amateur draft. And at the, at one point in time, I think earlier this season, he was the number five prospect for them um, going into spring training. So, looking forward to see local talent. But man, I'd like to beat those beat those uh, Blue Jays because they're brutal. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. USA baseball. Let's talk about. So that. you you 
didn't miss baseball yesterday. I did. I didn't miss it yesterday. I did miss it Sunday. Although I watched some other parts of other games that I wanted. So to you see. didn't. You went Monday up to Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie. Yeah. Home yeah. of the Mets. Yep. Went with my girlfriend's sister who is in town from uh, from Alabama. Shout out to Lenny. Right now, those two girls are on their way, uh, or maybe already there by now, uh, to St. Pete to see her son. So cool. Yeah, Donna and Lenny, love you guys. Get back soon. That's awesome. Safe. So who did you see play? Well, so first I got of all, to, who's in? Who is here? Who's the America's qualifier? What teams are so here? So that's you, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Colombia, Cuba, uh, Nicaragua, uh, USA, and maybe I'm missing one, but yep. I don't think so. Um, and it's metal bat or wood bat? Wood bat. Wood bat. Okay. Wood bat. Um, that didn't deter home runs from happening. Um, a lot of a lot of deep shots. Uh, Eddie Alvarez had a couple ones that that. And well, who did you see play? So I saw US, Team USA versus Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Nicaragua was the home team because of the draw, yep. how they drew out uh, that situation. But very, very uh, – they look, I don't care what team it is in South America or Central America. They are going to bring fans because when is the other only other time they're going to see, see Nicaragua, guys, baseball. Nicaragua baseball? You're not. Like, you're going to go to Port St. Lucie. I don't care if you're from wherever you're from. You got – they That's were there. Fun. Wearing their blue and white – Having the flags, That's covered awesome. in the flags, doing all kinds of chants. I don't even know what they were saying. And I kind of <laughs> semi speak Spanish. That's but awesome. I think they had a couple little, like, uh, you know, s- slang terms that only Nicaraguans use for their ball players. So, and I, but, you know, they were having a good time. Not sore losers at the end, still celebrated. And what was that? What was this final score? Final score is 7 1, I believe. Yeah. How, how much, uh, what are we talking about capacity-wise? Half full? Uh, I would say half. I don't think there was a restriction on it. And there was max, mask was uh, encouraged. Uh, so it was an optional thing. And most of the people weren't wearing masks. That's uh, exciting. At the game. But it was cool. Um, a ton of foul balls. Kids were running all over the place. Funny story, we're sitting, this uh, guy and his, uh, his son, and I think his, maybe his brother, uncle, whatever, so they had their the two boys, they were behind us. But when this one foul ball, the only foul ball that came to that section anywhere remotely catchable, these kids are off doing something else, not baseball related. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they missed the foul ball. That's funny. Yeah, it was cool. That's good. I'm the glad whole, you got that to go. That environment is awesome. Like, just there's a lot of young kids. Then you got a lot of crafty veterans that are still wanting to yeah. hang around the game. Todd Frazier, Matt Kemp. These guys have been, you know, playing for a long, long time. But in that environment, playing against a team like Nicaragua, they were, you know, men amongst boys. So yeah, that when they got up to the plate, that I mean, they freaking walk. I think they. I want to say Todd Frazier got intentionally walked maybe twice. Um, but our guy, the only guy that in the Marlins organization that played that's on that roster is Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez stole the show. Bases loaded. I think it was the fourth, third, or fourth inning. Nicaragua threatening. We're still only up like two to one or three to one. And uh, he comes in, play, pinch hits the inning before, and now comes out to the field in the top of this whatever third or fourth inning it was. At what position? At second base. And smoking hot line drive in between second base and where he was standing, where he was playing the, the spot. I guarantee you that joker was horizontal. And caught that ball. And like you could hear the cheer of all the Nicaraguans. They heard the crack. They saw see how it fast there. it was going. Base They're like hit three for sure. runs, two runs for sure. And then 
He robs it. <laughs> oh. And then what turns it into a double play? Yeah. Snatched him right there. It would snatch through it, just lobbed it to second and yeah. got the double. The guy play. was a beast. And and he uh he had a couple. He, I don't think he got a hit. He walked one and uh, walked one time and then stole a base and then scored a run. But like he was the spark plug. He was the he was kind of the jazz chisholm that, that the Marlins have for that team. Cool. For that team. And it was cool. You got uh, Mike Sosha is the man is the uh, coach, the manager of that club. So that's great. Mike Sosha is a, used to be the manager out the angels. I was there in at angel stadium when they, uh, for, I think game five of the world series against the giants. I, you know, that guy's a class act and USA baseball is, is no joke. So organized. And so has the integrity that they're only going to have a top notch guy like that. And he brings not only, uh, the coaching part of it, but also as a player. So really super cool. Wish I was there today. Today we're playing the Dominicans, yep. which should be a much uh, tougher, tougher matchup for us. So that's exciting. It's, it's cool. Yeah. That it's here. It's cool. It's in South Florida. I, I'd be interested to see, I guess it's probably just an easy access point through Miami in COVID, you know? Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool. I saw, you know, like they, there was some local coverage of the Cuban team hitting Miami, you know, going up yeah. there. I want to say Venezuela beat Cuba yesterday, like in a shocker. Um, but th those guys have really good players too. There's a ton of listen. Central America and South America have tons of talented baseball players, and they're showcasing them, you know, That's this cool. week. And, and now here's the deal: if you don't, the top two teams from this qualifier are automatic uh, Olympic qualified. And That's it. You're done. Yeah, you're in. But there is another path, and it's through Mexico, and that's the next qualifier. Which, and I'm going to get some more information about that, so I can. It's cool. We'll be following, fact, but be, not be fact checked by all these haters out there. We'll cover it. You're the fact checker, Thomas. Yes. You got to get this, it right. Yeah, we're gonna. And we didn't do a show yesterday, which is typically going to be uh, Madam G's or Gabby's matchup <laughs> Monday. But I also have to say, it might have to be. I'm have to do a tandem milkshake Monday because this is what? a mango milkshake from Walls on 67th and US one, and it's pretty tasty. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. The um, I uh. What was I going to say about this week? We've got coming up. We missed our mashup Monday. You're right. So Tuesday is a milkshake Monday. We'll go back. Yeah, we're coming back to normal now. So tomorrow's Weenie Wednesday. Weenie Wednesday. Thursday tomorrow. we've got Carlos or Jose. Yeah. Sorry, Jose Malaya. Yeah, Jose uh, from Biscayne yep. Bay Brewing, which we're going to end up calling Thirsty Thursday. And, and then who do we play later this week? Who's the who's Pirates? Oh, so those we got pirates. Yeah, oh, they're terrible. We got three. We got three with uh, Toronto and Bo and Buffalo. Then straight to the Pirates. And did you see the back did, to Boston before we get to come back? Did you see the squeeze between home plate and first with the Pirates? No, I did not. So I can't remember how the ball came off the plate, but long story short, threw the ball to first, and instead of stepping on first, the first baseman like tried to chase down a retreating first base uh, runner. Batter. Oh, wow. Dang. How did that work out? It did not. Not so good. And threw it to the catcher. The catcher misses the ball. Oops. The guy gets to first. They throw it. I mean, it was like, I got to send you the video. Um, everyone should watch it. It was like the most, it was like, it was like, uh, it was like little league, you yeah, know, yeah. type stuff. Because right. like I said, all the guy had to do is retreat to first base and tag the base. Right. And it was, the, it was two outs inning over. And it, of course, it had to be the pirates. I mean, the pirates are so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that might help us because we can really use some W's, some reset. Running on a three-game skid, uh, potentially could have been more with that. Luckily, that game got canceled 
uh, postponed on Sunday. But I'm glad you brought that squeeze up because that actually happened not in a bad way, in a good way, a well-executed squeeze with a runner on third. Oh, yeah. And it worked out worked for out. Team USA. So That's you cool. could just tell, I mean, look, the, the Nicaraguans had a lot of heart. They they played their, their uh, you know, they left everything on the, on the ball diamond. And you got to respect them for that. They had a lot of enthusiasm. They had a lot of fans, a lot more fans than than Team USA. And uh, you got to, yeah, my hats are off to those guys. And I'm not sure how far, much further they can go in the tournament because it's a gauntlet that you got to run with Puerto Rico, yeah, you got, Dominicans yeah. and Cubans and Venezuelans. It's interesting. It's, it's you know, to me, you know, it's like baseball's back in the Olympics, softball's back in the Olympics. Uh, you know, I, I like seeing the international. Like, I, you know, I love seeing Team USA play Japan. Yeah, I yeah. love us seeing play in Korea. Like, that to me as a baseball fan is very interesting. Yeah. So I'm glad it's happening. Like, I think we've got to beef up this, you know, the idea of a World Cup of baseball. I get, you know, I guess, you know, everyone says the problem is Americans will be dominant. And, you know, I lived that in Canada. There was talk of that when we used to play the Soviet Union. And it was like, yeah, but if we ever put together an all-star team and take on the Red Army team, and guess what? Like it wasn't the, the gap was not that right, big. Right, right, right. Like, we were we were very arrogant, and and I think that you know it. W I just would love to see a team of Japanese all-stars take on an American team. Right. It just it's just fun. Whatever. But the do you think? I mean, and here's a here's the real question. Do you think that the product that we've got out there? Don't get me wrong. Pretty good product. Not as good as a team that had. Fernando Tatis, Mike Trout, no. Rom. But that's the thing. And then, but I got to tell you something. One of the things that's interesting about, you know, so I grew up watching Canadian hockey. And, you know, I, I don't think there's any argument Canada's the best at hockey. But you saw the chemistry of the team. Like, it's like it's a team USA, man. We've gotten bounced out of the Olympics. Like, you've got to have a team that works. You've got to have young, hungry guys. Yeah. You still have to build a team. So these sometimes these all-star teams don't work, right? And it is, it's interesting how you said that there's veterans, there's young guys, there's guys yeah, trying to make a name for themselves. There's guys trying to get back in the game. Like there's a motivated crowd that just wants to go stomp people. And then, and also it's tough. I mean, when you're USA baseball, it's so it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's like, everyone's gunning for it. It's like they, they would say, well, you know, back when the day of the Canes, it's like one thing you can count on Nick, this is Nicaragua's. This is Nicaragua's World Series. Right, right. Like, if they would have won that game last <laughs> exactly. night, I can promise you, nobody that was there yeah. from Nicaragua was showing up to work today. Yeah. That had been a national holiday. They're playing like it's their World Series every game against the United yeah. States. So you have to have a team that is ready for that pressure and ready just to stomp people, right? Because yeah. you better have your A game. There's no time to warm up. Yeah. They're going to jump on top of you, and you yeah. better be ready. So you think the hunger factor of these of these not top – tier guys is going to be the difference that that in my experience in canadian hockey was you were always better off. it was almost like a little less talent a and a little more huh yeah and that always worked out better yeah. it always seemed to at the end the the or, or maybe put it the other way like usa basketball there just were some teams that had on paper you know that should never lose to Argentina. That lost Argentina. So right. that's a, that's that's a, that's the programming. That's how it goes, and it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, like I said, you know, they get that. And the other difference is, man, this is tournament baseball. Yeah. Cuba has always dominated at you know, this isn't a 168 game season. It's tournament baseball. Right. It's, a it's a different game. It's mm -hmm. a different game and a different mentality. And a lot of these Caribbean ball players are used to playing that type of schedule. Yeah. Think about in America, we are our young kids play tournament schedule right every weekend. You go play a tournament, but as soon as you get into high school, 
college, everything else, it becomes the grinding baseball, right, right. the season long. Right. And know. these guys are used to just playing stretches where they're just doing eight or 10 games yep. at a time. Even their pitchers, so, yeah. the pitch counts different for them. They're used to setting up. They got middle relievers that are used to coming yeah, in. Yeah, which like happened yesterday in that game. Oh, really? Yesterday. So, yeah. I mean, they had one guy that you would think would have been the closer that was throwing 100 miles an hour. No, he was just a setup man. He's a setup man. And the guy that came in <laughs> after him was throwing like 79. Really? Like weird junk. Yeah. That's funny. So, but and that's the other thing. It's funny that you say that because that is the other thing. You, you, you know, it's it's like you see them dial pitchers in two, three at bats. But that first time you see that guy, it's hard. And then sometimes, you know. Oh yeah, no, they, they were just frozen. Because yeah. I mean, it, the, I watched them because where we were sitting on the third base side and the and the you know where the uh, bullpen for the visiting team is over there, right yep. alongside there. So I was looking just from like here to the corner. And seeing the catcher catch them and seeing how hot they were coming in, I'm like, this is going to be bad for these guys. Interesting. And it was. I mean, they, I don't. I know they didn't get a hit off that guy. Yeah. He was just throwing straight heat. So he, I don't know. They, he actually hit one guy, and I think it came in at 95. And that guy, and I'm not sure what he maybe was dazed, just like started walking back towards the dugout, like not knowing what just happened. That really. You know what's interesting? 95 in the back. Ugh. You know, it's did you see the highlight? I, I got I got to get it up on Mainline Marlins. Did you see the highlight where the minor league game where the fan came, the the uh, pitcher beating the guy, and the fan charged the mound? No, he did not. <laughs> it's so great. That I mean, it's like terrible. I would do. It's terrible. But he's banned for life now. He he jumped in there. He approaches the thing. It's funny because. Was he related uh, to the guy? Who knows? No, I think I can, super fan. He's a super fan, and he goes. And it was it was so clear that there's a couple of elements of that are great. It's, first of all, you know, he rushes the mound. The pitcher is not concerned. He's not looking, and then he sees him on the corner eye, and he kind of turns, get ready to fight. Right? You know, it's like a scary situation. Right? You don't know if the guy has a knife or whatever. He turns to fight and get ready to fight, and then it was like classic. You know, being a kid, what ha what do you think happens next? squares up yeah. and then of course one of his buddies one of the other players comes and just tackles like, a dude. oh just crap you know just, him. <laughs> oh my god like i wouldn't say tackles him just just blows him up right just like <laughs> hits him as hard as he can hit him oh dang like blindsides him not punch not a sucker punch yeah just but just shoulder. hits just shoulder right into the guy's you know yeah, right into the guy's when you're coming his back uh, you know, takes him out, right? It, it ended right there. Oh, nice. But it and was then security came, oh, yeah, and then yeah. he got arrested. And oh, that guy! I mean, it's so crazy. It's funny because I saw, I saw uh, Denise. I saw a funny tweet, and they were they were just showing highlights from this weekend of all people acting crazy. And it just said the government should have funded four weeks of therapy for every person in America before they came out. Like we're <laughs> we're out in the street now. We're just acting like lunatics, crazy <laughs> people, just like the two yahoos that are the guy that ran on the uh, the Super Bowl. Another clown, yeah. yeah. Not in basketball. And I think actually was... he had a bet on himself that it was going to happen. I'm not yeah. sure they're going to. They, well, no, they 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 took it back. They yeah. reneged. They, they reneged. Oh, he bragged about it. Um, he like, he tipped it off. Um, but it um. Yeah, if you did that, you don't want to go on social media and say, "Hey, by Look the way, I, I wagered a, a I wagered. million bucks on myself <laughs> that a fan on some Russian." Up. It was like some Russian betting site. They never, oh, they yeah. never would have put it together if he no, had. no, he never would have gotten that money. <laughs> no, that that was yeah, he lost all of it. All right, so tonight, Sandy going against uh, uh, Ray. Look, the the deal is we got some injuries. I think we're gonna have to go to Jacksonville and get some guys up here and start making that turn turning that a little bit. Um, I don't know if that's Joe Dunnan 
I mean, Anderson is out. Rojas, uh, we've had some problems, uh, some lesser uh, intense injuries at Adam Duvall and Jazz. So I think we've got to we've got to go back to the the product that we created, the thing that we became the number four in the league and our farm system, and start bringing some of these guys up to see if they're going to be you know challenged for the spots or you know be able to contribute in a limited capacity until these guys get back to normal. So um, we're in the dog days of the season right this now. This is the worst. We need it some seems wins. like as soon as one guy gets healthy, another guy, another key component yep, to the Marlins' uh, success gets gets injured. So get healthy. Christina says, hey, guys. Tell her hi. David Singer says, hey, Wayne. Yeah, Singer. Yeah. And Bob Powers, when are you guys going to talk about something interesting? Oh, I love it, Bob. And Tommy Stitt, he says, Tommy Stitt, I got your green chilies. Nice. Yes. Oh, because he went to New Mexico, and I put in a special request for some order from Hatch. Shout out to Uncle Bob. He's always on point, that guy. Always. Awesome. All right, so boys, let's flip the end tonight. Go fish. Thanks, Denise. Episode 73 is in the books. Preview.